0: Hello, happy holidays and happy Wednesday, and welcome to Unrelatable with Maddie Weisner, your hot girl's guide to all things health, wellness, and the NFL, which is what we're here to talk about today. So if you're new, my name's Maddie, and if you're returning, my name's still Maddie, and I mean if you're new too, but you guys, welcome to Sunday Scaries, and more specifically, welcome to your merry Sunday Scaries Christmas, where we will be recapping week 15 talking everything you need to watch for heading into week 16, which is also, I mean, we're playing on Christmas, we're playing on Christmas Eve, Packers are playing on Christmas Eve, and so when these Christmas Eve Sunday scaries kick in, when the Christmas Day Monday scaries kick in, which no one has, no one has scaries on Christmas Day, obviously, but this is just how we're going to deal with it, this is how we're going to handle it, this is your hot girl's guide. And I mean, shit, we literally only have week 16, so this is today, week 17, week 18, so we only have two more regular season Sunday Scaries episodes, then obviously we've got playoffs, then we've got the Super Bowl, but then, I mean, that's it, season's wrapping up, which I mean, that's scary, but also that's so exciting, and with this week and with next week... Being the holidays, okay, I'm only going to produce a Sunday Scaries episode for week 17. We aren't going to have an unrelatable health and wellness Monday day because that's Christmas day and I'd thought about doing it on Christmas Eve. So instead of having an unrelatable Monday, having an unrelatable Sunday, but I mean, we're with our families. We're celebrating whatever we need to celebrate regardless regardless. and I don't want to be insensitive to what anyone else celebrates, whether you're a listener or not. But this time, this time of year, it's just about giving, it's about being present, it's about being grounded, it's about reflection on the year, it's about just enjoying your time that you have. And so I need to do that. I need you guys to do that and I'm not going to try and force out an episode because I do want to be present with the people I'm around. I do want to be grounded and it's just not, it doesn't make sense to force out an episode that would then come out on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day because that's just not, Like especially on those days, I want to show up as the best version of myself, so I'm not going to force it. So, In the spirit of only having one episode coming out next week and missing the Unrelatable Health and Wellness vibes, we are going to talk about week 15 today. We're going to talk about week 16 today, and then we're going to chat a little bit about my NFL trophy girlfriend, Gratitude Grind. And I'm just going to share some insights, share some thoughts, and leave you guys with that to enjoy your week next week, enjoy Christmas with your family, enjoy the holidays with your families, enjoy the day, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the Monday, enjoy the Sunday, all the things. And so I'm just going to get into it since we're literally here already. But there was honestly a lot that went down last week, and then there's a lot to kind of watch for heading into week 16 with playoffs and everything and I'm going to try and keep it as non-repetitive, as quick, as concise as possible and we will just head down the list. So week 15 starting off with our Thursday night football game that feels like it happened forever ago. The LA Chargers played the Las Vegas Raiders and I'm also trying to keep this episode really positive because it is our very Sunday Scary's Christmas special or a very merry one if we want to go there again. <laughs> but final score to this Thursday night football game was Chargers 21, Raiders 63. It was one of the most scored, like basically in Chargers franchise history, that was one of the highest scores in terms of the most points someone had scored against the Chargers in a long time. And so a majority of the coaching staff for the Chargers was dismissed. I think the GM was, too. And, yeah, we had Saturday games last week. The Minnesota Vikings played the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals won 27-24 in overtime. And this was huge for the Bengals because they've kind of – they've really struggled in the quarterback department. Joe Burrow was at the at the lead – holding the reins for a while. He's out for the rest of the season. And so they've got their backup quarterback in who we've talked about. He's awesome. Love him. He's 38. Wait, no, he's not. That's someone else. (laughs) The Bengals backup QB is the one who's been playing. I'm pretty sure he's a rookie and Joe Burrow's been letting his family use Joe Burrow's suite, which is so sweet. (laughs) So nice. (laughs) I'm about to be so done. (laughs) But after that game, the Bengals are eight and six, which currently has them In the playoffs. And yeah, right now in the AFC, which is the Bengals' conference, there are currently five teams with this eight and six record. And three of them are currently slated to be in the playoffs. One of them is winning the division. We're gonna get into this, but there's there's just a lot. But basically that win was huge for the Bengals, and the fact that it happened in overtime is insane. And we love to see them in just a better AFC playoff standing, okay? To switch it to the NFC, this happened Saturday – no, this happened Sunday morning. I act like I don't know. I was literally there. The Green Bay Packers took a loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fuck that. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. We're done. That's it. We don't need to talk about it. Moving into next week, because I'm a Green Bay Packers fan through and through, we are playing on Christmas Eve – Also on Sunday against the Carolina Panthers, who had their first win in a while against the Atlanta Falcons last week. And I saw all over social media. I don't know how much of this is like super legit, but the Panthers have really struggled this season. They are currently 2-12, but they beat the Falcons 9-7. And it was just annoying because, like, there was really not that many fans at the game. No one was really there. Like, that's kind of what was going viral was pictures of the stands and who'd kind of showed up. And then people were also selling tickets for 50 cents, allegedly. I don't know if this was legit or, like, what was actually going on, if that was, like, faked or edited or whatever. I don't know. This is a positive episode. This is a Christmas episode. That's just annoying. People are annoying. Football's annoying. I'm actually sick of it. That's what we've been talking about the last few weeks. I'm just so done. Okay, moving on in week 15. The Houston Texans won in overtime with their backup quarterback, Case Keenum. Their starting QB, CJ Stroud. He's a rookie. We've talked about him before. He's been out on concussion protocol. Still not sure if he's going to play in week 16, but their backup did great. They obviously won in overtime, and they kept their playoff contingency status. And then the Texans, also in the AFC, they're also in that 8-6 and six group that we've talked about. Oh, this is cute. So are the Buffalo Bills, 8-6 and six in the AFC. They just pulled out a win against the Dallas Cowboys, who are in the NFC, but are currently like leading the NFC, a huge powerhouse in the NFC right now. I mean, huge win for the Bills, who've also really kind of been through the ringer this season. Because like the Cowboys, they've clinched playoffs already. The San Francisco 49ers... Also clinched playoffs, both of these teams in the NFC. They won last week, secured the playoff win, or actually that happened last week. They were the first team and only team in week after week 14. Yeah, to be guaranteed a spot in the playoffs, they also just secured the NFC West. And currently they're the only first and only team to have already won their division at this point in the season. Cool. Lastly, our second favorite team, we used to hype them up all the time. I feel like I haven't talked about them that much. The Philadelphia Eagles, still love them. Still hold a special place in my heart. They were upset by the Seattle Seahawks. In the Monday night football game, a final score was Seahawks 20, Eagles 17. Eagles have also already clinched playoffs, so it's not necessarily something that mattered to them. Like, it sucks to lose anyways, but this also Seahawks and Eagles, they're both in the NFC, didn't quite fare well for the Green Bay Packers. And I don't, I've mentioned before, I don't want to necessarily favor certain teams because of how that affects the Green Bay Packers. And so I'm not going to, but I was just love to see an underdog win. I will say that, but it's just hard. There's like all these different things that go into it. Yeah, I'm still sick of football. Let's talk about week 16. I've never actually watched football on Christmas, I feel like, in my life. The way I've looked at it, and obviously this is my boyfriend's first season in the NFL, so it is definitely a little bit different, but in my eyes, football always ended around Thanksgiving, and that's when college football ends. But I've always liked watching the NFL, and I just... I guess Thanksgiving kind of marks the end of fall and the beginning of winter in my eyes too. So because football is a fall thing, I'm probably just associating the two in that way. But I've never really watched football on Christmas. And I guess that's going to change because the Packers are playing on Christmas Eve against the Carolina Panthers. So I don't need to mention that one anymore. (laughs) But we'll just talk about schedule real quick. So we have our Thursday night football game tried and true we can expect that and also i don't know if i've mentioned this but everyone has finished their bye weeks I, I know i've mentioned that but basically from here in the last week this week and then the rest of the season all 32 nfl teams are playing every week so we've got 16 games okay we've got a thursday night football game we have two games on saturday one at 3 30 another at 7 we're playing on sunday we've got the morning slot at noon green bay time That's what we're referring to. And then we've got three o'clock-ish time. We have Sunday night football. And again, Sunday is Christmas Eve. Then Christmas Day, we have three games. So someone's playing at noon-ish. Someone's playing in the afternoon slot. And then we have a Monday night football game. Christmas night football. So, I mean, who isn't excited, all right? Thursday night, we have the New Orleans Saints against the Los Angeles Rams. And this is essentially an NFC knockout game for the playoffs. Both of these teams are currently 7-7, seven and seven, and in the NFC, 7-7 seven and seven is, like, you're sitting pretty. But I mean, the NFC is so weird right now. Like, we have the 49ers, they're 11-3, they've clinched playoffs, clinched their division, they're sitting at the number one spot. Two other teams have clinched playoffs in the NFC, that is the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Both of these teams are 10-4, and four, and then the Detroit Lions are also 10-4. and four. After that, though, it goes 10-4 and four to 7-7. Seven and seven. And yeah, that seems like a big difference, but it's likely that that gap will kind of close because we do have three games left. But with the three teams that have already clinched playoffs, that means there are four spots left, okay? Each conference sends seven teams to playoffs to be in, I guess, the tournament for the Super Bowl. And of those four spots left, there are two wildcard spots and then two divisions that are likely left to be claimed. And yes, so the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, those are both in the NFC East. They're kind of both competing for the top spot. So that's why that one hasn't been like set in stone. But basically, one team is going to win the division. The other one is going to get the wildcard spot, which is why I'm saying... The NFC North and the NFC South, those are both up for the taking. And then, of the three wild card spots left in the playoffs, there's two because the Cowboys and the Eagles are either going to win the division or get a wild card spot. And they've both already clinched. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and then, also, when we take record into consideration, the Detroit Lions, I said they're 10 and four, they have yet to clinch the NFC North which is the Packers' division, and I feel like that one is honestly so available. All four teams in the NFC North have not been cast out from the playoffs, and, like, really anything can happen. They all have relatively even records. But because the Lions have this 10-4 record, if they didn't win the division, they would then likely still take a wild card spot, which means there would only be one wild card spot left. And there's just a lot. It's just a lot, and I'm, am I confused? But I don't know. It's just interesting because there's only four spots left in the playoffs, but then there's so much room for movement. And in these next three games, there's just going to be a lot that's going on. And it's also funny to me because our week 18 game with the Packers has yet to be decided. And it's literally because no one knows who's going to be fighting for that spot in the playoffs. So week 18 is still up for grabs. Like I thought that would be figured out a long time ago, but we don't know when we're showing up in week 18 on january 6th and january 7th at noon at 6 a.m who knows that would be hilarious not really it's not that's not as funny as i think it is (laughs) okay but to use the thursday night football game as an example the new orleans saints are playing the la rams the saints are in the nfc south which is a division that is very 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 much up in the air very much up for grabs and there isn't necessarily a team in this division whose record is something outstanding. So, like the Saints, they have the potential to win the division, or they're currently 7-7. Seven and seven. They could win with their record, and they could get a wildcard spot with their record. Whereas the Rams, they're in the San Francisco 49ers' division that has already been clinched, so they can only enter the playoffs through a wildcard spot. They are also 7-7, seven and seven, but... The Rams' only spot at getting into the playoffs is through that wild card situation and with a winning record and with a record that puts them in playoff contingency. Because I don't know, when I heard the term wild card for playoffs, I thought it was more of like a raffle or people voted. <laughs> but it's not like that at all. And that would also be more fun. But, anyways, that is our NFC knockout Thursday night football game. And it's a knockout because. Just losing that game or losing any kind of a knockout, quote-unquote, situation just makes making the playoffs a lot harder, especially with only three games left. Okay, Saturday, 3.30, afternoon slot. The Bengals are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is an AFC knockout game. The Bengals are 8-6. and six. If the season ended today, the Bengals would make the playoffs. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they're 7-7. Seven and seven. So there, again, there is enough room for both teams to, like, be on the fence. And in the AFC, only one team has clinched the playoffs, the Baltimore Ravens. They're 11 and three, just like the San Francisco 49ers are currently leading the AFC, currently holding the title of the AFC North. That is not guaranteed yet. They are actually kind of tied with the Cleveland Browns for that spot, but that's not important yet. Okay. Bengals playing the Steelers, an AFC knockout situation later on Saturday. Also an AFC rivalry, the Buffalo Bills are playing the LA Chargers. Chargers are coming off of that loss against the Raiders that had led to the coaching changes. And then the Bills are coming off of that huge win against the Dallas Cowboys. And both teams are still competing and are still able to make the playoffs in the AFC. But essentially, if the Chargers were to upset the Bills, it would make making the playoffs a little bit tougher for the Bills, who are currently 8-6. and six. Chargers are 5-9. and All right, cool. Moving in to Sunday, the Detroit Lions are playing the Minnesota Vikings. This is an NFC North rivalry game. Lots going on here, especially with the NFC North still up for grabs. It honestly feels like a four-way tie in that division, in our division. All right, also happening Christmas Eve around the noonish slot, the earlier slot. The Cleveland Browns, they're playing the Houston Texans. Both teams are in the AFC, same kind of knockout situation. A win would put either team in a better playoff standing. And I mean, that's kind of with anything. And then I already mentioned the Packers and the Panthers playing on Sunday. Same time. Later that day, the Dallas Cowboys are playing the Miami Dolphins. Both teams are currently leading their divisions. Both teams are currently very high up in the conference rankings. Cowboys are in the NFC. Dolphins are in the AFC. This does have potential to be a Super Bowl preview. Okay? Adorable. Sunday night, the Patriots are playing the Denver Broncos. Fun. And then Santa's coming to town. Okay? Then we've got Christmas. Christmas morning-ish, late morning, early slot, noon, Green Bay time. The Las Vegas Raiders are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. This is an AFC West rivalry game. This division is still up for grabs. Later on Christmas Day, the New York Giants are playing the Philadelphia Eagles. This is an NFC East division rivalry. And we talked all things Tommy DeVito last week. He slayed, slayed last week. I think, (laughs) can Tommy DeVito upset the Eagles? We'll see. I still love him, honestly. Okay, Christmas night, Monday Night Football, primetime, the Baltimore Ravens playing the San Francisco 49ers. Both teams have clinched playoffs. Both teams are leading their conference. Ravens are leading the AFC. 49ers are leading the NFC. How many times can I say this? This could also be a Super Bowl preview. And that looks good. Honestly, I think we got it. Last thing that is relatively important to mention because it is this time of the season and I said I wanted to be positive because it's our Christmas special. Don't want to be a bummer, but six teams have been cast out of making the playoffs. And so this is sometimes when we'll see a lot of player changes being made, a lot of coaches' changes being made, and basically they're kind of just going to start setting them up for success heading into the next season. But at this point in time, our playoff eliminations are the New England Patriots, the New York Jets, the Tennessee Titans, the Carolina Panthers, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Washington Commanders. Now let's talk about Christmas. (laughs) I just don't like talking about sad things or just like bummer things maybe I'll just stop. Like maybe the next few episodes are literally five minutes long. Cause I mean, we're going from 32 teams to 14 teams. So 14 teams that are making the playoffs are going to have a fun time. And then that number is just going to get cut in half, cut in half, cut in half. And then yeah, like what happens to everyone else? Which is a bummer. It's boring. It's not boring, but We'll see. I honestly really just wanted this to be our Christmas episode because I wanted to talk about the Hallmark Christmas ornament because I feel like growing up, okay, my grandma gets every single person in my family a Hallmark Christmas ornament from a specific series from a collection. So every year, if you're not familiar with this groundbreaking tradition, Every year, Hallmark ornaments come out with a new addition to the series. The 2023 ornament is this, okay? They have a partnership with the NFLPA, so there is an NFL football player series. One person in the NFL is selected to be the face of Hallmark, to be on the Christmas trees of Americans everywhere. And basically, I grew up thinking that if you were on the Hallmark ornament, that means you made it, all right? All right. This year, 2023, Josh Allen, he made it. (laughs) He was also on the cover of Madden. So I want to know if they're related. But basically, he is like a PR king. He's a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. He's rumored to be dating Haley Seinfeld. I don't know if he still is. He actually might be. I don't know. But that's fun. That's adorable. All right. Merry Christmas. I can't wait to go home. Well, I don't know if their tree is going to still be up. But josh allen will have made an appearance on my family's christmas tree back in oregon (laughs) i need to stop calling it that i just like get awkward so yeah okay that was week 15 what to watch for in week 16 and i wanted to end i said we were gonna do this because we won't have our monday episode just with a moment of gratitude and just to kind of share just kind of chat honestly But as the year comes to a close, as we head into the Christmas season, which, I mean, we're already here, but as everything just kind of wraps up, okay, Sunday Scaries is wrapping up, the NFL season is wrapping up, I just, like, am so thankful for, obviously, my opportunities, obviously, Luke's opportunities. We've had so much fun being in Green Bay, and yes, I've mentioned, I wanted him to get his ass drafted to L.A., I was ready to be in my Pilates princess era. That time will come. It will be okay. But simply put, being anywhere else other than Green Bay, Wisconsin, I wouldn't have been able to start the podcast. So I just really need to give that its moment and give that its time and give that its credit. And then apart from just being in a place where I really just Had to be in tune with myself and just like focus on what I wanted to get out of this time and we're gonna get into a little bit more of that I just wanted to say thank you so much to the Green Bay Packers the organization their support staff obviously this season especially for Luke has not gone according to plan it hasn't been perfect I mean we spent some nights in the hospital we lacerated our kidney not a fun time we hurt our ankle like really really But the Packers organization has been so helpful, so kind. They've gone above and beyond for him, for us. And again, this wasn't exactly what we pictured for rookie season, but there's just a lot that has gone into it. And I'm seriously so grateful. And when I monetize this podcast, I'll get all of you Unrelatable merch. (laughs) Have a serious conversation. Madeline. Jesus. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, everyone I've met here too has been so great. All of Luke's friends are amazing. They all have the most perfect girlfriends and I absolutely love them. All Luke's friends at Oregon State on his football team, none of them had girlfriends. And so it's been so fun to go from literally being the only one to having, having all my girls. And getting to go to games and getting to make memories and getting to go to Vegas, just you guys all know who you are. And it just has literally meant so much to me to just be surrounded by all these amazing people in a place that was just totally brand new. And this is something I've kind of been planning on doing a full her episode on after the season ends. And that is still definitely going to happen for all of us for the Unrelatable brand. But I really just wanted to kind of put some emphasis on the importance I've found in just having confidence in my own energy. And I'm someone who's really struggled in the past with kind of like trusting in God, trusting in his plan, trusting that I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I remember being in church. Literally, this was my freshman year of college. And our pastor was talking about kind of what living in Corvallis, Oregon might mean for some people and how some people are in school. Some people are maybe somewhere where there's not a lot going on and you kind of are feeling like... You're almost being hidden from the light a little bit, if that makes sense. And basically just trusting that you're, again, exactly where you're supposed to be and having faith that you're in a period of rest. You're in a period of not darkness, but just being kind of in the shadows, like being kind of out of the way from the rest of the world and feeling like that because God is preparing you for something more, for something bigger. And I've really just over the years, especially as I've tried to grow a health and wellness platform, I've mentioned having to deal with all kinds of disordered eating, and just like looking back, I know maybe why I wasn't granted a platform at that time because what I was sharing and the message I had to share wasn't healthy and it wasn't coming from a place of health. I was forcing it out and it just was not in alignment with who I am. It wasn't in alignment with what I actually wanted to do. It wasn't in alignment with what I actually cared about. And then to refer it back to the podcast and to being in Green Bay, I just have with meeting all these new people, with being in a new environment, with starting a podcast, with sharing so much of myself with the world on this platform. And with you guys, I'm like starting to understand that I have been placed here for a reason, but also I had been kind of in an environment where I had to be comfortable with myself and where I had to grow this confidence and where I had to just like really get in tune with what I liked and what my own personal brand was, just like internally so that I could be in a new space and so that I could be uncomfortable and so that I could continue to stay true to myself and to stay authentic and to stay someone I was proud to show up as. And I just now, more than ever, am feeling like almost like a full circle moment, and that I do feel like I had been prepared to be in an environment like the one I am in now, which is really cool. And also to kind of flip it off of the religious side and into more spiritual side. I a couple years ago looked up my astro cartography chart which is basically you like the same way you read your birth chart like your zodiac sign stuff like that you put in where you were born the time you were born and like to the to the minute and it will show you a map of the world with various lines running through it and each line is associated with a planet each one means a different thing I kind of laugh because most of my lines run through the ocean, which is why I think I love the ocean so much. And also why I'm scared of it and like why I'm scared of drowning and the Titanic and stuff like that. But I really only have, well, not even really, I only have three lines that run through the US. But it's interesting because one of them runs through where I went to school. The other one runs through where my internship was in Colorado. And then the third one runs through Green Bay. And I can link where I found all this if anyone's interested, but I just wanted to read what was said and what was mentioned about my living on this line. So it says, along this axis, the focus is the renewal of your personal point of view. Important areas from which you have derived your sense of security and deeply held convictions are called into questions. Sudden changes and severe measurements are likely to influence your private family life. You might change your place or town of residence several times. And I feel like a lot of this speaks to the uncertainty and like the instability of the NFL. Okay, quite often there can be uncontrolled emotional outbursts whose origin relates to profound psychological blocks. Your psychological irritability and nervousness can threaten your professional life. Okay, I've dealt with so much anxiety here. And I mean everywhere, but also interesting, right? Unrest and excitement dominate your daily life. Emphasis on unrest. You wish to be independent, but at the same time, the circumstances of your life can be so unstable that you lack the necessary basis for your desire of freedom. Along this line, it is highly unlikely that you will grow any roots or decide to stay, but it is still possible to live in some alternative community or cooperative with people who share your own convictions. Here, you want to remain flexible, and you will find your family more in like-minded individuals than in blood relations. Okay, that could not be more, like spot on like again mentioning like the family I found in Green Bay with the Packers and with everyone I've met here like insane okay people with strong ties their parents or their home and who have trouble letting go of strong and loving attachments can take a chance here at gaining their independence I'm not gonna say I'm codependent but like independence has been huge and it's just funny I think that's my Uranus Uranus line but it really sums up kind of this chapter of my life and what living in Green Bay has meant to me. We won't be here for the offseason, but Luke signed a four-year contract. <laughs> we will be back, hopefully with all our kidneys. But I'm just grateful for all that being here, all that Green Bay, all that the NFL has brought into our lives and... I'm just excited to celebrate it. I'm excited for my first Christmas with Luke. I'm excited to just be present and be grounded and take the time to give this kind of era, my NFL girlfriend era, its moment. Because I mean, ideally, we will have an NFL girlfriend era, then an NFL fiance era, and then an NFL wife era, and then an NFL... Ew, I'm not going to keep going. <laughs> I love this podcast. But that's really all from me. Um, yeah, you guys, I appreciate you so much. I love you so much. Have such the best time. Like, have a Merry Christmas. If you are watching football, I hope this helped. And just have some fun with your family, honestly. Enjoy the people around you. It doesn't have to be blood family, it can be like minded individuals, just like I just read. But it's just a special time. Okay. I will talk to you all next wednesday for our sunday Scaries episode as we head into week 15 what week 17 okay i'm gonna miss you guys for monday on christmas eve or christmas day monday's christmas day but i'll make it up to you i promise i'll make it worth it hope i already kind of started to um please rate and view the show please follow us on instagram and that's all i need to say i love you so much again merry christmas you mm-hmm.